0: This is Well Basically with your hosts, Mike DeSilva and Sam Weeks. Well, basically.
1: On today's show, we answered some of your fitness and emotional related questions. (laughs) Fitness questions, fitness related, and what what would you call them? Lifestyle. Fitness and lifestyle related questions. We had one. About some indicators that you might Be getting into fitness a bit too much And finding the balance We had some interesting answers on that Didn't we Mikey? So sure did, sure did. Yes. And how we found Jeez. <laughs> Don't get that started again And how we found balance ourselves Then we had a question about how We think our family slash friends Would respond to us gaining Weight Interesting answers there Yes <laughs> Oh, God, he's going to do it for everyone. <laughs> and the last question, is there an optimal time to exercise? Should I be eating beforehand? We hope you enjoy today's episode. This is...
2: Well, basically.
0: Well, basically.
2: I always ever so slightly swivel. <laughs> That's <where> and that <laughs> and chair. I end up having <laughs> to like... Recenter myself.
1: That's the be- beauty of a secondhand chair. Found that on the street.
2: What a find! Oh, good
1: find. Yeah, two of them as well. At the moment, they're currently being used for bunny supplies. But you know, Mikey's butt gets the special treatment once a week.
2: We're talking about my buttocks.
0: Hi guys.
1: Hi. We were just talking about Mikey's ass. Oh, can I go lower?
0: About Mikey's ass. Speaking
1: of my buttocks. Oh, you can. Oh. Oh no, actually, I don't think you can. Does it go lower than that? I don't think so. Your leg's are, uh, like stuck in there. It's kind of like, have you ever been in one of those like uh, leg extension machines where that really like locks you in and feels like it's some kind of torture device? Yeah, I mm-hmm. get panicking. There you go. You can can't get this little sucker a little bit. I just need him. Adjust him, oh. adjust him. I can just hold him. You can, but that's not an ideal, is it? You need to pull it up and then tighten it. Yeah, I tried that. Harder. Like pull <laughs> it up so it's above... Yeah, pull, and then it should sit down a bit more. Look at that, yeah. <laughs> and oh, now it's a that's little bit too no, high. <laughs> I think I prefer that. I like it. Look how proud your chest is. Otherwise, that's like, posture. Yeah, I like it.
0: Mikey, you look like you're going to do, um, you know how sometimes when like artists are recording and then they have like the backup singers and they just kind of like they always like, come from the bottom of the mic. I don't know why. Why? That would be my
2: dream job. Sing us a tune. Go on. Oh, and my other dream job, other than podcasting, (laughs) would be a backup singer. Mm,
0: Mm, Yeah, (laughs) that's so good. That's amazing.
2: So so Mm. good.
1: Hey, should we play a song? I reckon we should.
2: Welcome, welcome, welcome.
1: Episode. This. Nope, No, no. <laughs> <laughs> 75 of the Well Basically Podcast, I think. 74, 75. I'm here. Katie is here. Mikey is here. And we're here to talk about some things. Health and fitness related, maybe, mostly. George is here. Is his name George? <laughs> it is
0: George.
1: First time listeners, second time listeners, third, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh, all the way up to ten. And you guys who listen every week, guess what? You the most. if you don't know this spot this is George
2: Benson and he's great so I can be the guy in the background
0: oh it's a bit
2: higher than that <laughs>
1: Who else are we going to shout out this week? Shout out to everyone who works in so drive through tonight, restaurants. That's niche.
2: Yep. Uh, and also people who work on
0: production lines.
1: Production lines. Firefighters. Shout out to firefighters.
2: Oh, I've got a friend who's a firefighter.
0: There you go. So do I. They're awesome.
1: <laughs> uh, horse trainers. Shout out to all horse trainers out there. (laughs) (laughs) Give me the name. You know what's fucked? I um, am. You're nailing that, Mikey. I actually. We know it's in high school. You know how you do those, like, job tests? Yeah. um,
0: what did it say that you were going to be, Sam? One. A horse trainer.
1: Oh. <laughs> what?
0: <laughs>
1: and I was like, I've never ridden a horse
0: before in my entire life. How did I, I get such yeah. a
1: specific answer? <laughs> but like must a have, you
0: must have filled out saying that you liked animals. <laughs> That's it.
1: I think they must have gone. On. I always my I, my dream job when I was a kid was to be a naturalist. I wanted to be like uh, Steve Irwin, except not so hectic with the animals. Oh,
0: yeah. and and still not have died.
1: <laughs> well, I mean. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yes <laughs> So just like not Stingrays. No, I or mean,
1: Yeah, that was a freak accident though, wasn't it? Like David Edinburgh Yeah, like David. There was yes. a guy there was a guy I used to really like. Um I'll put a I'll put a video of him in the description. I think he was Canadian called Jeff Corwin. Do you guys know who Jeff Corwin is? No. Now he had a really like awesome show in the nineties, but he was like a bit of a comedian with the animals as well.
2: Very hard. Funny Canadian. Yeah.
1: A funny <laughs> Canadian. Who would have thought? How good are Canadians? Shout out to Canadians. Yet oh, to meet a Canadian me, that I haven't liked. I have met
0: one. 100%. I love them. One of my really awesome friends is Canadian, and this weekend we're going to a birthday Thanksgiving. So it's birthday and a Thanksgiving. Yes.
1: It's, it's, Thanksgiving's not uh, Canadian. Do they celebrate Thanksgiving in, I almost <laughs> <you> say Canadian? <laughs> Canada? No, it's an American holiday.
0: Oh my god, my friend's American. (laughs) (laughs) Close. Oh, wow. (laughs) I just made the mistake that all the Canadians hate. Oh my god.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And they're like, Yeah, you do. You
0: know, we're not American. And the New Zealanders are. Are
2: you Australian? Maple syrup. I just think of maple syrup and drake. Mooses. Moose. Moose. Mice. Mice.
1: Mouse. What is the problem with moose? Moose. It must be Mo- moose. Mo- mooses. There were many moose. What do you call a collection, like a gathering of moose?
0: I think just moose.
1: No, you know how there's like a murder of The crows. moose congregated. <laughs> I think at what this point it, we Mike can tell that English is not our strong point. We do spend an hour talking every day. Every day. I mean, every
0: week. I wonder if it's Mesa. Hang on.
1: It's definitely not maces. Ah, producer, can you uh, g- g- tell us what a group of moose are called? Yes. A herd. That would make sense, wouldn't it? Wow. I, a
0: herd of moose.
1: It's
2: definitely Monday.
0: Okay, well. And the Mounties. Definitely not mooses. <laughs> what?
2: The, Mount, Mises. the Mounties? <laughs> the Mounted Police? The Canadian Mounted Police? Do they, 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 don't, Mounted don't Police? they
1: don't ride moose. There's <laughs> no way they <laughs> like, ride <no>. moose. <laughs> I would love it if they rode moose. I don't think moose are up for a ride, if I'm honest. Oh, give it a go. How many people have you seen? How many moose do you know? No. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know any moose, but I don't think I've even ever seen a picture of a person on a moose.
0: I think they're quite aggressive.
2: Yeah. Well, because people keep putting their heads on walls, don't they?
0: Yeah, fair enough. You'd be (laughs) aggressive too if people
2: were trying to whack your head off and mount it on a wall. (laughs) Excellent conversation to start. (laughs)
1: If you want to know more about moose, don't ask any of us. I'll put a link to the Wikipedia for moose in the description. <laughs> and also a very great video of a guy defending himself against a charging moose. Oh. You've got to be big and intimidating. He's holding up a stick and he goes...
0: Oh!
1: <laughs> That's very good. Does
0: the moose stop?
1: Yeah, the moose stops. Moose is like, holy shit. It's no a guy way. with a stick. So today... No guests. Well, Katie technically is a guest every week, which is great. We love you. But we're going to answer some of your questions because it has been such a very long time since we've done any of that. And we've got three great ones from the site, and we will be getting right into it after I play the jingle. Which colour is it, Sam? Which one? Do we think it's green? I don't know if it's pink. I feel like that's a gunshot. Correct.
0: Yes.
1: Quit quit question. Quick quit quit question. Quit
2: quit
1: question. Question. Okay, let's get into it. Question number one. What are some indicators that you might be getting into exercise slash fitness a bit too much? Where do you think the balance is and how do you find
2: it? Hmm. I always think if you're asking the question, you kind of know deep down, <laughs> don't you think? Yeah, you've got a, You can feel it in your waters that something's amiss here.
0: <laughs>
2: For me, coming out at, at like out the other side and starting to develop a better relationship with exercise, um, it kind of feels different. Like I look forward to it, whereas before this, I felt tied to it and like mm. like I had to do it. Like I didn't have a choice and it was just this internal battle about needing to do it, being like compelled to do it. Whereas on the other side, like I think about hopping on my bike in the afternoon, I'm like, oh, I'm looking forward to that. And I, um, you could have that with the gym as well at, at some point, I guess. And I do have those moments now and again. Um, but yeah, it has that kind of different vibe about it. I don't feel as though it's something I have to do But it is just something I now want to do.
1: What did you do to get there? What do you think was
2: the most crucial step? Ah, so ages ago, like maybe three years, I started this three years ago and I just kind of went cold turkey and I was like, every time you go to exercise, you are going to exercise to lose weight or put on muscle. And I just made a rule to myself. I don't know if this is the way to do it, but I just made a rule with myself. I was like, as soon as you recognize that, you're not allowed to go. And that's how I started. I was like, "You can't do it. You're not allowed. Cease immediately." And it took some practice. That just helped me practice think about my intentions for going to the gym. And even now, I'm like really good at catching. Like you can, you to the point where like uh, it'll still pop up. Like you'll see someone who looks a certain way, and I like I'll have this urge to go to the gym, and I'm like, "Oh, I wonder where that's come from." That wasn't there before. That's just popped into my head. Again, feeling like I just became, I practiced becoming more aware of what my intentions were for being there and always questioning that. Like, why am I going? Why do you feel like you have to go?
0: Yeah, I'd agree. Um, For me, I guess it's, there's a difference between like, forcing myself to do it because I feel like it should I should do it because there is a reason e.g. fat loss muscle gain or is it more for you know like mental health purposes and I'm doing because I want to do it because I like it because it makes me feel good I think too much of anything is not great so I mean if you're if you feel like it's a balanced routine with everything else in your life then then you know it's, it's it's a balanced thing as opposed to a I feel like it would be a an all in too much thing if it was taking up most of your time and it made you sad
2: yeah that pre that preoccupation right like if you're if you find yourself preoccupied with thoughts about like exercising and going to the gym and doing this and that I think that's a bit of a like a red flag yeah you know if you like can't think of anything else and you've got this like I know for me it was like this I couldn't fully focus on anything Until I went to the gym. Like, it was just always sitting there and it was like, I've got to do it. I need to do it. I have to get it out of the way. I've got to do it as soon as possible. And I'm not, like, fully into anything else that I'm doing because it was, like, that was the thing that I had to do. Yeah.
1: I like those answers. I feel like, for me, it's something that I've really struggled with internally. I've done every sort of, like, probably all have done this, like, six days a week, seven days a week different training formats, high intensity, all that stuff. And I think the key factor for me in terms of like actually there's a different – There's you notice that there's an extreme difference between enjoying it and just doing it, <laughs> doing it for the sake of doing it like you've mentioned. And when I know that I'm doing it the wrong way, it's when I know that I'm sore, know that I'm too tired, whether that be – mentally or physically, but I feel like I have to go. That's when I go, why do you feel compelled to go right now? You're feeling, or like if I'm like feeling a bit off or I'm feeling a bit sick, but I'm like, now you've got to go. That's when I'm like, hold on a second. You, This is you not actually listening to your body and listening to how tired you are or how much recovery you might need or probably not a good time for you to go to the gym. So it's like, for me has been able to find that sort of, it's actually
2: fine to just not go. Yeah. All the time? (laughs) All the time, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Because uh, I still think I'm finding a little bit of balance and I think it's like an ongoing thing. And I think even though I'm in a good space, I just had to be very aware of what's going on because I feel like it could still creep back in. Mm. Like just constantly keeping it in check. Um, yeah, because it's a sneaky little
1: thing And coming from someone who used to train obsessively I've put caps on how many days I'm allowed to go In the past as well mm. It's something It's like, okay, Sam, you can only go three times this week yeah. Yeah. If you're doing a class, if you're teaching a class You also cannot exercise after that Those Putting those little rules in place until it's actually comfortable to not exercise And you're like, oh, this is actually just, it's fine to not do stuff but I have been in a space before where I'm really, really not balanced at all.
0: <laughs> mm, yeah, I think we definitely all have been, and I guess like if uh, I, you know, I I kind of sometimes use this as my measuring stick. If I go on holiday and feel like I have to have to do something, like I have to work out, I have to go and find a place with a gym, I have to, you know, like find a way to to do something instead of being on holiday and actually relaxing. Then I'm like, oh, okay, like what's going on and do i need to like reevaluate some of my anxieties and figure out like why i'm feeling like this type of thing
2: i've also found with the like the mood thing because i do feel mentally better with exercise but i've tried to mm. expand like what i define as exercise or or more activity so like literally i can i can feel good doing the housework and then like walking to the supermarket like it doesn't if I'm having those feelings, we're like, oh, I just want like, um, I oh, wouldn't mind that mental clarity that comes along with that movement, or some stretches, or something like that. Like I've found, found these other ways that are actually starting to work quite well. Now that I've changed that very narrow mindset of it has to be the X if, or Y,
1: yeah, yeah, and also like finding those other outlets that are going to benefit you in a way that aren't <laughs> attached to physical goals. Right. Yeah, you've got so to clean the house. Yeah, clean the house.
2: and You're moving you a bit
1: and you're getting shit done. <laughs> stretching stretching is really, really great. When
2: That's your not, flatmates uh, keep messing up the floor, you've got to mop it 16 uh, times a day anyway. Oh my, he's having a little bitch. <laughs> <laughs> what, is there a short answer for finding
1: balance? no
0: I guess everybody has their own balance right you know like I find that if I train six days a week my lower back gets real sore and I have a bad time trying to fall asleep so I know for me like I can't train more than five that's absolutely fine And, and if I feel antsy then I just walk on the other days but finding what makes your body feel good and what makes your mind feel good and what sits well with everyone individually I think
2: That's where balancing lies. Balance probably, it it sort of changes on a week-to-week or a day-to-day basis even. Yeah. Because you've got like a lot of people have competing priorities and they've got different things. So, you know, one week might look different to the other week. Mm. Uh, I think there's like a few kind of fundamentals that you'd sort of look at all around that if they weren't, if you weren't ticking those boxes, like, you know, your sleep and that sort of thing, if you notice one of those is out of whack, then you're kind of out of balance. So it's like a very hard it's, yeah, I was thing gonna to say, find.
1: Balance is hard. It's yes. really, really hard. Everyone if, does so much.
2: Yeah. I mean, if we just thought about it, if we simplified it and just thought about it in terms of exercise, I think uh, always questioning your motives. Like what's my, yes. what am I – why do, do I need to go to the gym right now? And having values. That's a good start. Yeah. And just bringing some awareness to your reasons for that. Yeah. I think what I, one thing I really took away from – And back to your body
1: Yeah Stacey uh, Last week was having values And like Kind of sticking to your guns When you have values Around how you feel about your body And your training And um, your eating And that type of stuff And identifying the person That you want to be If you're trying to change Your relationship With all that stuff So yeah We hope we help you out with that Great job Everybody Good answers (laughs) Question number two This was quite a short one And an interesting one I was like Oh Okay How do you think your family and friends would
2: respond to you gaining weight? How do you feel? Well, that has happened to me. Uh, One friend was shocked (laughs) literally the words that came out of her mouth for all the reasons that we've discussed, you know, because people have this idea of what weight gain means and what's happening and and that it's bad for your health uh, and it isn't always. I think my like my immediate family, I don't think my mum would – like my mother wouldn't care. My father might comment on it, but he would know better than to comment on it to me. So he might comment on it to someone else. I don't know. But the, like the thing is like my mum and my sister listen to this podcast. So I think any change in my body, unless they were concerned like weight loss, uh. I think they would comment on weight loss more than weight gain, which is interesting because I think they – sort of had this change in in mindset that uh they would be concerned in that way but weight gain they know better
0: <laughs> hmm i don't know um like i find this question like quite difficult because as a woman especially like i find that people feel like they can kind of make any kind of comments that they feel like in regards to your appearance, whether that be either positive intentions from their end uh, and say like a compliment, or uh, even if that comes from an ill intent uh, from their end as in like trying to make themselves feel better. I try to direct or deflect any comments made around my body from friends and family I mean, if it's from concern, uh, you know, like Mikey said, like if if, if it was coming from a concerned p- place from friends and family around my well-being, like wondering if I'm mentally okay, like if I uh, was like rapidly lost weight or maybe went the other way, um, just checking in like, hey, are you doing all right mentally, like, you know, as a sign for, yeah, a, a mental health fluctuation as opposed to my skin house looking different just because uh, it was Christmas time and I wanted to eat more food, or if I was hot and I ate less food. So it like m- most of the people in my life, I'm very lucky, would refrain from commenting at all. And if they do, it's normally from a place of concern, but my parents love to make comment regardless. And I find that quite difficult. So I try to steer the conversation away from my skin house. And I kind of like take the stance of if they want to comment, that's on them. Uncomfortable uh, with myself, so any comment that somebody could give me, either way, well, that's just their view.
2: But do you think they would specifically comment if you put on weight?
0: Definitely, like negatively like because of the perpetuating image of women being really, really tiny in diet culture. Yes, uh, I've had a lot of comments, especially from my family and friends over my lifespan regarding weight and it has never really made me feel good
2: well no that doesn't make anyone feel (laughs) (laughs) good
0: so i don't know i feel like because um i'm a woman people feel like they can comment more freely than if a male or uh another person non-binary and or whatnot was to fluctuate so I think that's just a representation of women in society. But yeah, sure, I've had those comments and I kind of just try to brush them off.
1: I have grandparents <laughs> who would love it. Every single time they see a photo of me, my grandma goes, you need some more meat on those
0: bones. <laughs> oh.
1: So they would actually love it if I was to gain weight, I think. I think gaining weight specifically is an Interesting one Just because of the way I vocalised my thoughts on myself On here I think the most concern would be raised was if I, Would be if I was to lose weight Also something When I read this question I was like in my head uh, I don't think I'd ever let myself gain Significant oh. weight
0: <laughs> Oh okay
1: Do you um, Honest thought I Yeah I don't know if I If that's in my wheelhouse to let that happen
0: Awesome!
2: <laughs> yeah. Uh, would that be the reason why you actually go back to tracking?
1: Potentially, yeah. Interesting. Well, I've told. Well, I mean, we talked about this on the show, right? Like, I if I yeah. when I when I was doing the tracking, like it to to keep myself in control. I'm like, this is all mm. fine
2: now. Um, Even though you're not tracking, do you think there is? Some non-tracking tracking going on?
1: No, significantly less. Actually, this time around, I'm really, I'm really kicking it, like kicking it to the curb and just yeah, doing sure. less, doing less of the the caring. Um, I've actually removed stru- even like taken out structure in terms of like breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Mm. So I'm yeah. just like trying to really, really focus on my hunger cues and eating when I'm hungry, which Yay. has been really, really interesting because sometimes I'm eating less and sometimes I'm eating more. But I think still reading this question, I had that thought. I was like, I don't think I'd ever put on like a a significant amount of weight. Not that I would do it like, but like that's an interesting question in itself. Because would I go out of my way to do that intentionally? Probably not. It might not ever happen. But I also don't think I'd ever let it happen.
0: Sam, I can kind of resonate with you on that level. Coming from a disordered past, the weight gain that I have experienced before has been purposeful like uh, by trying to gain a lot more muscle. Bulk.
1: Bulk, Mm. yeah.
0: And so I found that when I did that and I spent quite a big amount of time doing that, I got a lot of negatively geared comments. And when actually it was something I really needed to do, for my recovery and then also for my body because it has spent a lot of time in a, in a forced deficit that I'd done to it. So um, I found it pretty difficult. Uh, but since moving away from tracking completely, well, I don't really weigh myself, I'm not really sure. I probably fluctuate, but I, I'm pretty sure my body has a set point now. So like you, I haven't let myself as such get to a point where, you know, maybe I experience a, a big amount of weight gain unless it was purposeful.
1: Mm, I've definitely done it before on purpose, but that is like force feeding yep. when I've done it in the
2: past. I'm like, got to eat, got to get huge.
0: Yeah, got to get jerked.
2: Yeah, I'm just very interested about this thought though, because I wouldn't let it happen. Is kind of... Uh, Doesn't sort of work with fully letting go. Mm. There's still an element of control in there.
1: Yeah, but I, I guess I'm just uh, assuming like with the way when I say let, that's really interesting. I guess with how
2: hmm, this is even more problematic. (laughs) Yeah,
0: I know, Sam. I kind of I know what you mean. It's more like,
2: but it's a safe space, so you're allowed to be honest about it. Yeah, Yeah.
0: I don't know from like lifestyle. have it die hard, for sure. Uh, there's probably still some weird little rituals that you put in place to make sure that there's no intentional or accidental because you can monitor yourself. Probably that doesn't come from a great place. I know for me it doesn't come from a great place. I mm-hmm. still have to catch myself out where I'm like, yo, no, we can't let this thought creep in and we can't let this behavior come in. So about me, it's it's catching it all of the time. And then also not following through with any of the things that I know would lead to not gaining. So, like, I don't try not to stand on scales uh, ever. I don't, if I eat, then I don't, like, you know, I have like a treat or whatever. I'm not like, oh, I need to exercise in order to compensate for that treat. I try to not enlist in any of those behaviours because like you and Mikey I'm trying to move completely away from this type of thing but uh, like Mikey has just kind of pointed out for both of us there's obviously still mechanisms in there that we still are struggling with.
1: Yeah it's like I'm doing a, a, a lot but I guess that was my first th- first, th- first thought <laughs> <laughs> I got my P's my PH's my P's <laughs> But, yeah, I guess because I also have done it intentionally, and when I've done it intentionally, there's still there's that element of control hugely. I'm like, okay, mm. I'm going to try and gra- gain a, like either half a kilo or a kilo a week, and I'm like literally force-feeding myself, and that's also something I don't want to get into again. So mm. by doing what I'm doing now, I've f- – yeah, I feel a whole lot better about everything. But still, when I saw that question, I was like, I don't know if that would happen. You don't know if you would mm-hmm. let that happen. Let
2: that Listen happen. Thought. Yeah, let that happen. <laughs> hmm. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and what about your parents? Uh, oh, Did you go over them already?
1: I think, well, mum and dad have heard me talk about stuff here. So I think the, the biggest concern for them would be if I was to lose weight. They would not like that, like to rapidly. Mum and Dad know what my relationship with food is like. They listen to the show, so they're very, very much aware of what where my issues
0: are. Sam, I love how supportive your parents and family are around you, talking openly about your struggles. Like, I I think, even though I've shared a lot with both my friends and family, if I was to lose weight, um, they'd still try to positively reinforce that. So I, I find that still quite difficult. Mm,
2: interesting. Yeah, that's hard.
0: Mm.
2: I think I'm going to sum up the question by, with a blanket statement. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I think there are a lot of people okay with, I think there would be a lot of people in our lives that would be okay with weight gain. Uh, I don't think that would be the case after a certain point. Yeah. Which is interesting.
1: I think you could be absolutely right there.
2: Next question.
1: God, there's so much to unpack in that last one. Maybe we can do an episode. Uh <laughs> yeah. oh. <on it>. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Is there an optimal time to exercise, and should I be eating beforehand? Training related.
0: Hmm. I always say. Uh, yeah, Uh, depends on the person, right? Um, I mean, if they're training super early in the morning and they don't like to eat, then don't eat. And then I have some clients who get light headed if they don't. And so I'm like, Hey, you need to have something to eat before you train 40 minutes before. So it's like so You don't get a stitch when you're doing whatever you're doing. Um, but it depends. Like, you know, I have some clients who come in and they're just like rolled out of bed and they're at 6.30am and they're like, boom, let's get it done. Cool. They'll probably eat their breakfast after. Uh, and then I have some clients of, like I said, who who do have to eat. And, and I guess it depends when you as a person likes to train. Do you like to train at 6.30am? And do you get dizzy or want to really lift some, you know, pull some PBs? If you do, then probably have something to eat if you are just going in for moving and grooving and don't like to eat that's totally up to you what but, do you yeah.
1: question what
0: do you get people yes. to eat
1: if you're telling them to eat 40 minutes beforehand
0: so my my some of my clients okay so an like
1: an entire uh,
0: my, pizza uh, an entire pizza okay so uh some of my clients had fear foods when they first came to me and so what I found uh when advising on like you know I was like hey look you should you should eat before you come like you know I notice that you feel quite dizzy or you feel a little sick like and then they'll be like oh, I don't want to eat too much because I don't want to get a stitch so my fave my personal fave that I do is I have <laughs> two squares of dark chocolate with some peanut butter on it or just a bit of chocolate because it's got caffeine in it so it helps perk you up and then it's got like obviously oh, uh, if it's dark chocolate then it's got a bit of sugar and maybe a little bit of like you get a bit of dopamine kick. So when my clients come in, there are in a real good mood as well because they just had some chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yeah, cool, let's go.
1: Oh, I like that suggestion. I really do a lot. What about you, Mikey?
2: I'd have to apply it to myself. The best time for me to train is when I have the headspace and mm. I'm not rushing, which could be any time of the day. Uh, that's kind of how I work. Just whatever is going to let me. Focus and not rush through it, and do something stupid. Mm. Mm. Yeah,
1: I like that. That's that's one thing that I've been working on lately. Because we've had all these questions about balance from a relationship with exercise, training, food, mm. gaining weight, all that. And shit. if you
2: can't fit it in, you don't fit it in.
1: Yeah, well, that's the thing. I'm like, if I have to, if I feel like I need to go to the gym and I'm gonna rush it to fit it in a gap, not going. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Sam,
0: I feel that. Yeah,
1: I'm like, nah, I'm not gonna do it. Um, because I've been there before. It's like I've got forty minutes between clients, I'm gonna just get it done and get it it's done. So stressful <laughs> I'm trying to get rid of that energy, but it's like just get it done.
0: You know? Yeah.
1: It's exhausting. But I would say any time is good. I personally, when I'm doing it with clients, we do a lot of lifting. Um, I like to have people have eaten beforehand, so even if yeah. you're up early in the morning, I will suggest that you get up a little earlier, so you can eat. Yeah, um, I like people to have food on board when they're training; it helps immensely. And those of you who are getting up early in the morning and doing your training, whether you're doing like a, a pump class or a spin class, try eating beforehand. I promise mm-hmm. you, most people notice the difference. Most people say they're heavy. It depends on what what like they feel heavy when they're doing the exercise. Eat something lighter. Katie's suggestion is really good. Dark chocolate's great. I've like suggested dried fruit just because it's not mm. gonna sit sit there, particularly if you're doing something intense or um uh like cardio wise or going for a run. Just because if you have a lot of food on board it can make you feel a bit um slow and heavy. But some people can handle that. So play around. Obviously if you're doing heaps of activity, fucking eat beforehand. It's really important.
0: Yeah. I try right. to run a this very intense trail, like back when, um, I was having trouble with food. Uh, so I learned firsthand why you definitely should eat before training. And I tried to run this trail. It was super long and it was like, I don't know if you guys know Tihenga. No, no. Oh, okay. So it's a trail out here, uh, in New Zealand and it's pretty hardcore. And I had a friend who was going to run it and she was like, Hey, let's, uh, do you want to come with me? I was like, yeah, sure. And she was like, Hey, uh, do you have goose and do you have bananas? And do you have like all of these, like like lo- lollies and stuff? I was like, no, 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 I'll be fine. She was like, Oh no, no, no. It's going to take us like four or five hours to, to jog this." And I was like, no, I'll be fine. She was like, um, no, 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 you should probably eat a banana. So I was like, fine. And I ate a banana. I did this trail and like, on the way back, I had to sit down and cause I was nauseous and there was like, my tights were black, but I could see all of these weird swirly patterns on my tights. And I was like, and this is why you eat before you train. <laughs> yeah. And then, so since then I've always eaten before I've trained.
1: I've had clients drop on me if they haven't eaten before. It's something I always ask before I um, train people. So if you're a PT and you're going to do some intense stuff for the client, always ask. Like I've. Sometimes I'll forget and I've had people go and fall to the floor <laughs> and I have to get their legs up in the air um, and then to lie down. And I generally always have some fruit or some gummy lollies, red frogs. Mm. Red frogs are my favorite on hand to give to them just to kind of bring them back to life. Yeah. Sometimes all you need is a bit of sugar. Contrary yeah. to popular belief, it's fucking helpful. <laughs>
0: I sometimes have emergency
2: <laughs> mini Snickers bars and snakes in my backpack. <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> because I'm cycling, I'm like, oh, and then I'm going over the bridge, and I'm like, I really want one of those fucking snakes. <laughs> do, you yes. reach, do you reach behind your back? <laughs> I, I think <laughs> of, I think about it, and then I'm like, I'm gonna crash off the bridge, and you need, that. you
1: need like a little uh, a shoulder pouch that you
2: can just. Uh, I'm gonna a get a bum bag. And, yeah. I'm gonna get a snack
1: bum bag.
0: Yes, <laughs> a bum bag, or like <laughs> a, a, dish, a fanny
1: bag, a dish attached to the front of your helmet, so you can just like one hand. <laughs> yeah. Or like a, that's got a robotic arm that you push a button <laughs> on the front of your bike, and <laughs> an arm just turns it into yeah. your mouth.
0: Yeah. Go gadget, go.
1: Yeah, that's fun. that would be amazing. Excellent! Thank you so much for your questions this week, guys. Let's do an outro. Thank you so much for listening to. Well, basically, if you want to find Katie, you can find her at Katie Fisherfit. If you want to find Mikey? You can find him at well, basically Mikey. You want to find me? You can find me at well, basically Sam. The podcast is at well, basically podcast. There's a website. It is www.wellbasicallypod.com. There are articles up there. You can listen to the podcast see you can also look at the fabulous art that has been going on with the podcast of late and it's all it's big glory as opposed to just on instagram big glory (laughs) (laughs) sounds like a nickname for a porn star (laughs) probably is (laughs) uh the website's really green and it's also really great those two words start with the g we like the letter g do you like the letter g mikey I'm impartial. <laughs> <Okay>. What about <laughs> you, Katie?
0: Um, Yep, when it's like a small G and you can link it.
1: What else starts with the G? Grapes, uh, Granada.
0: Grease.
1: Grease. Gonads. Go- gonorrhea. <laughs> gonorrhea, right. Mikey's gone the sexual <laughs> route. Glitter. Glitter. There we go.
2: Geronimo. <laughs> Is that
1: G or J? G? G. Well, basically... That's it. <sighs>